Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Ginny McRae. We recorded this in my home in Portland, Oregon, last Friday. This episode is brought to you in part by Burns Violins in Tacoma, Washington. Mike Burns has over a decade of experience with new instrument making and sales repair and restoration of violin family instruments. He confidently optimizes setups so that your instrument sounds the best it is capable of and is comfortable for fiddlers, classical soloists, and orchestra players alike. I can verify this as he just set mine up and it sounds so much better. He has worked on and examined violins of all levels, from classical Italian to French and German trade instruments. Burns Violins is a one-person shop, and Mike's repairs are well thought out and carefully executed. Burns Violins also offers sales and rentals of violins, violas, bows, cases, accessories, and offers bow rehairing. Visit Mike at his shop in Tacoma, Washington, or look for his table at the Wintergrass Bluegrass Festival, February 20th through 23rd in Bellevue, Washington. Learn more at burnsviolins.com. Now, while Get Up in the Cool gets the occasional super cool and generous sponsor like Burns Violins, it is by and large listener-funded. Shout out to Trish Collins for signing up to support the show on Patreon. Get Up in the Cool takes so much work to produce, and it's fun work, but I absolutely could not do it for free. My family wouldn't let me, so thanks. It really means a lot. If you haven't signed up to fund the show yet, you can follow the link in this episode's show notes on your podcast app to patreon.com slash getupinthecool, find a level that you can comfortably sustain, and of course, get some exclusive rewards like full video episodes and access to the bonus track podcast, the tune archive, and online banjo workshops. Stick around afterwards and I'll tell you how you can keep up with this week's guest, but first, here's my interview and jam with Ginny McRae. Enjoy. I am a pilgrim and a stranger Traveling through this wearisome land I got a home in that yonder city, good Lord And it's not, not made by hand I got a mother, sister, and a brother who have gone this way before. I am determined to go and see them, good Lord, and they're on that other shore. I got a home in that yonder city, good Lord, and it's not, not made by To the river of Jordan 
Jenny McRae, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, I've been trying to have you on for a little while now, but uh, uh, through illnesses on both sides, we have not been able to to make it work until today. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Double laryngitis for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. You sound lovely. I'm glad you're feeling better. <laughs> not quite 100% there, but yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. I must have met you... Sometime associated maybe with the Portland Old Time Gathering. Maybe may, maybe it was the first time I came here a, a few years ago. So you are one of the organizers right. of the Portland Old Time Gathering. How long have you done that? Well, I started volunteering, I think, I think it was 10 or 11 years ago, and I volunteered for a couple of years, and then I got on the committee. So I've been doing that for close to 10 years, I guess. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Something like that. How did it start? It started with a bunch of people in Portland who wanted to have a halfway to Weezer party. Yes, perfect. <laughs> yeah. And it was in someone's basement. I'm not sure who's. Maybe Michael is Mario or Rachel Gold or yeah. Carolyn Oakley or somebody. But they were some of the earlier ones. And Bill Martin, of course. And they just started this little festival. And it, they kept doing it. And it kept growing and growing and growing. And it's huge now. Yeah. Started in a basement. At some point, it needed a committee. <laughs> and that's yes. when you hopped on board. Great. Well, it was quite a bit later. We're yeah. now into the 21st gathering. So it, okay. had been, it had been going a good 10 years before I got really involved. Wow, I didn't know it's been going that long. Yeah, it's the 21st. That's your, That's some tenure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Clifftop's been going for that much longer than that <laughs> yeah um, i don't even know about those festivals yeah <laughs> they're much huger i, I how believe long, how long has weezer been going that i don't know either I, you huh. should have asked me these questions in advance oh excuse me <laughs> sorry <laughs> i would have researched it here's one that i i question i think you will know the answer to which is how long have you been playing traditional music um when did you start gosh i would say always always uh, always did yeah. your folks play it my parents were musicians, um, my dad especially, but he was in, he played horns and he was in a drum and bugle corps mainly, okay. so it was those marching band kind of things, lots of, lots of brass and drums. Where, where was this? This was up in the Skagit Valley in northern Washington. So, I, there's not necessarily like, I don't generally hear about a lot of like opportunities for people to be in drum and bugle corps outside of the context of a school. 
so was it just like a a volunteer community drum and bugle corps? Or? Yes, but it was associated with the American Legion. So he, okay. he's a World War II vet, and after the war, they all would get together all the time at the local American Legion club and do civic kind of things. Yeah, my mother was on the auxiliary, which is what they called it for the women. And they would do good deeds around the community. Yeah. And the men, there were no women at the time, the men formed a drum and bugle corps because that's what they liked to play. All and, right. And, uh, you know, marches and John Philip Sousa stuff. And yeah. They would go to competitions where there would just be dozens and hundreds of these bands playing in big football stadiums. Interesting. And I just loved it because I loved the brass. I love all the horns and I love the drums. Yeah. But, um, Traditional music. <laughs> You can call yeah, it that, yes. It is, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And then later, you know, of course, I got caught up in the whole folk thing. Um, Peter, Paul, and Mary, Joan Baez, that kind of stuff. Dylan, and then got into um, blues a lot and a little bit of jazz. And then got into, well, I, I played clarinet in the high school band. And so that was more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um Eventually was playing a little bit more of the geared toward old time stuff. And then my daughters really got into old time when they were teenagers. And then I got more exclusively into old time at that time. So. Yeah. How, how were they introduced to old time music? Uh, through friends at school and friends of friends. And they met um, Caroline and Caroline Oakley and all of them and um, started, started playing old time. So they introduced you to more of the... More, more straight old time, yeah. More straight I, old time, I played yeah. a lot of the same kind of tunes, but they were a little more, like maybe with an Irish bent to them or something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, because of them, I got really more into actual old time. Now, I, I always... This is sort of the podcast within a podcast. Uh, <laughs> but um, since I have a son... And um, I will soon have another one in March. Um, I always ask parents of old-time musicians, or any musicians, how did you raise your kids in a way that made them want to play music and not hate or resent you? Right, right. Well, my husband and I always played music in the house. And we jammed with neighbors and friends and... Also, we were going to church a lot then, and I, I had a bunch of choirs at the church, and I made yeah. them sing in the choir. <laughs> yeah. And plus, they sang in the in the school choir. They all just loved music yeah. from the from the get go, so um, it was really easy. So for us. exposure first, definitely the biggest yeah. part. Yeah, they had it at home. We would always be singing, and, and we'd go on camping trips, and we'd be singing, and I'd teach them harmonies, and yeah. And then um, did they ask for lessons? Yeah, Marion wanted to play violin so we got her she got in the school orchestra and then later on some private lessons um gabrielle was starting out on guitar well she played flute earlier on in school you know in the in the school band or whatever um then she got into guitar and then she eventually played uh you know learned how to play fiddle and yeah. banjo and um Joanna took a little bit longer for her to settle on an instrument. We got about every lesson in the book for her. But um, eventually she settled on, on guitar, and she's always had this beautiful soprano voice. And so um, it was just easy with them. They all wanted to do it. Oh, great. Were, were they interested in the type of music uh, that you and your husband were interested in? 
Uh, pretty much, but then they, um, because it was a lot of old traditional stuff, kind of across the spectrum, really. And then um, there was a little bit of jazz in there, a little bit of um, old R&B stuff, um, some traditional stuff. And then eventually they got into the old time thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> we don't go to church anymore, which is, you know, kind of a shame because um, there sometimes at some churches can be a lot of really great music and it can be, a, I mean, it's in a lot of ways how I was exposed to music. So yeah, I'll have to think about how I want to go about <laughs> Make it fun, you know, jam with, jam with your friends in, in your home and then. Yeah. I, a lot of times the kids will just want to be doing it also. Yeah. And I think they all just have the performance gene kind of built in besides. So yeah. <laughs> that didn't hurt. <laughs> so where did you first hear this song, the first song that we just played? You know, I first heard Kevin Sandry sing it with, uh, I think the Horsenecks were playing at the Moon of Sixpence in the corner one Tuesday or Thursday night, and he sang it. And I just thought it was really, it's been a few years ago, but I thought, oh, that's a fun song. And so I just picked it up from that. Yeah, when you, when you pick up songs, to what extent is it um, the musicality of it? And to what extent is it the lyrics that like speak to you? Like, what is the function of like learning and leading songs for you? It's kind of both, you know, yeah. because um, sometimes I just love the lyrics. Other times it's this wonderful melody and yeah. it's just whatever strikes me. Yeah. <laughs> you got to sing that song. Yeah. Do you feel like a pilgrim? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a wearisome land to you? <laughs> it can be a very wearisome land. Yeah. I'm trying to make the most of it. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a great family around me, so that helps. And great friends. Well, what else do you want to <laughs> sing? Um, should Let's we do this? Um, won't you come? Won't you come yeah. and sing for me? That's one that's making the the rounds in the old time yes. world these days, and I love it. I love Hazel Dickens. Maybe I'll just sing the chorus. I think that'll be fine because yeah, okay. yeah I'm gonna mess up the words. Otherwise. Okay, yeah. Okay. Right. I feel the shadows now upon me, and fear angels beckon. Yeah. 
First year of, of Hazel and Alice. Well, when they were first popular, back in the back in the day. How how widely were they popular? Pretty popular if you paid attention at all to any kind of traditional, any kind of traditional music. I didn't know about old time then, but I knew about bluegrass, and right. you know Hazel was more of focused on bluegrass. Yeah. So, and I just remember really clearly that iconic album cover coming out of their two faces, you yeah. know, real close up. So I, I saw that when it first came out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like they're, even though they're associated with bluegrass music, they're kind of one of the main um, singing groups that sort of crosses over into old time. Yeah. Um, do you know why it they they appeal to old time musicians as much as they do? Well, I think it's, a lot of Hazel Dickens songs are about the same thing that the old time songs are written about there about times back in Appalachia and hard times and the coal country and all of that. And it just, the songs appeal to people playing old time as well. You can, you can do them in the old time style and it's just really appealing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they feel, uh, they, they feel especially intelligent sort of politically. And like they like kind of reach a little farther ahead than maybe some other songs that I hear in other genres mm-hmm. without getting too specific, you know, but like some of the songs feel very specifically and overtly feminist in a way that other songs you could sort of project onto. And then like the working stuff and yeah. yeah. Working girl blues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. <laughs> I should have worked that one up. <laughs> yeah. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We live in the same city. We'll make it happen. Um, health willing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, so when did you start playing mandolin? Cause we're going to play a, an old time tune next. Um, in my early twenties. Yeah. I should be a lot better than I am now, but. That's the way it goes. 
Did you learn it for bluegrass specifically? No, I just liked mandolin. I liked the way it sounded, and I just picked up whatever. There weren't, there were very few people around me that I knew at the time playing it. But so I just picked up tunes that I liked and, yeah. and learned tunes. You know. Yeah. Well, great. What are we going to play next? One of the tunes. Should we do this Cousin Sally Brown, or are you feeling one of the other A ones? Let's do this Cousin Sally Brown. Great. <laughs> Cousin Sally Brown. Yeah. Ready when you are. What, what do you want to play next? You're introducing me to all these great uh, tunes and songs. Yeah, we'll do the yeah Blue Kentucky Girl. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one to do next. Yeah. You want to do that right now? Or you want? Yeah, let's do it. Where where did you? What was the version that you heard? Mm, good question. Do you have like a an ur text <laughs> for Blue Kentucky Girl? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. I think I hear people doing it at jams mostly. Yeah. And they go, I like that song. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna steal that one. <laughs> I'm pretty interested in the, it's it's a world I'm kind of unfamiliar with, um, singing jams in general, but um, there's all of these somewhat modern songs that were written that haven't been developed through, they haven't been developed through a folk tradition or oral tradition, you know, uh, but there are all of these people who have learned them not from recordings, you yes. know, and they've sort of taken a life of their own. Right. Uh yeah, I think Absolutely. that's really interesting. Yeah. Especially when rights get involved and like <laughs> I don't know how much they're policed. Hopefully. <laughs> don't no one tell on us. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> some like, are in the public domain, but some aren't. I yeah. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> this one sounded old. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we're good. Yeah. I, I, if we looked on my daughter's CD, we can tell because that's where I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
If she's if you're going down, she's going down with right. you. <laughs> they are going down with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, let me. I need to get into the right tuning for this. You left me for the bright lights of the town. A country boy set out to see the world. Remember when the city lights shine down? That big old moon shines on your Kentucky girl. I swear I love you. By the moon above you How bright is it shining in your world Some mornings when you wake up all alone Just come on home to your blue Kentucky so much you know time just listening to the music and the chord changes and trying to figure out you know that banjo part um from the recording i listened to that i haven't really like listened to the lyrics they're they're pretty interesting <laughs> uh especially the whole dynamic of the the young man sort of feeling free to okay i'm leaving now I'm like, I'm moving on to better things and being like, well, I'm sort of like, I have to stay here. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, just but I'll be here if you want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, why don't you go explore the world? Right. You know, but obviously, yeah, like the sort of, I don't know, tacit permission for young men to go do whatever they need to do. And the women who just sort of get dumped. Yeah. Yeah. Country music. <laughs> yeah, country music. Yeah, yeah. it's. Hmm. So tune next. Yeah, how do you feel about doing? Yeah, Highlanders Farewell next. Yeah. I I think I first learned this from uh, Gabrielle. Yeah. I got I don't it off think I. Yeah. 
<laughs> Very good. So I guess I did as well. Yeah. yeah. Should have mostly compatible versions then. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> All right, I'm in A, ready to go. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me too. So, we are a week away from the Portland Old Time Music Gathering, and when this is released, it'll be the start. Of day Port- of. Yeah, yeah, the day of. Thanks. So, uh, for people who, for whatever reason, are on the fence and haven't decided to go or not, who are in the Pacific Northwest or will be in this area, um, yeah, what can we expect? Oh gosh, so much fun. Lots of jamming if you like to jam, and you can find all kinds of jams. It's not just old time. There'll be a Cajun jam. That's what I'm going to, that's what I do a lot of now. And I'll be putting a Cajun jam together somewhere. And there's always people playing um, old rags and like old jug band and blues stuff. Mm. And and there's bluegrass and there's old time. Lots of singing jams. And then um, there's just lots of different shows and workshops. And fun things. There's a cranky show that's going to have five oh, different great. crankies, which are great. For people who are unfamiliar with crankies, could you crankies, give a description? Crankies are, an, um, what they are is an illustrated scroll that's mounted on, on um, what are they called? The, on two roller kind of things. They put them in a box and crank it so it moves along. And it's illuminated from behind. And it's accompanied by singing or talking or whatever. And then... In this case, it's going to be singing for the most part. Great. And they're just great because they're all hand-painted. And there's very elaborate ones. Like Kelsey Nelson did one that was 
paper cuts, all paper cuts. She said it took her two years wow. to make it. It was wow. amazing. So the crank that shows fragile. Oh, I know. Very it's fragile. so stressful to do it. <laughs> yes. But um, Wednesday night, we'll start with a square dance, three-hour square dance at the Village Ballroom. And then Thursday night is the Cajun Honky Tonk Night. I'll be doing a Cajun set there with my Cajun band. And then uh, the Waysiders will play a set of mostly originals and country-type music, and right. followed by Bobby Winstead and the Long Goodbyes. Bobby used to live out here, but he lives out in Kentucky now. But he's coming back, so he's going to do a set, too. Great. And then we have Bruce Molsky on Friday night. Um, yeah. You have to come see Bruce Molsky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He'll be doing the concert on Friday night. Um, we also have Cliff Perry and Laurel Bliss, who are absolutely beloved, wonderful, old-time players out of Bellingham. We haven't had them at the gathering for quite a while, so I feel really lucky to get them. Yeah. And then uh, Steam Machine from Minnesota will be playing. I think they're Minnesota. It's one of those M states back there, hmm. right? <laughs> It's not Michigan. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure AJ is from Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then there's a square dance following that. Saturday is a full day of workshops. Uh, Bruce Molsky will be having a fiddle workshop. You can do the workshops for five dollars. So you can't beat five dollars for a Bruce Molsky fiddle workshop. Yeah, that's um, that's pretty good deal. That's unfair in the favor of all who will be attending. Yes. <laughs> so. Then we have other instrumental uh, workshops. We have a square dance calling workshop, a flat footing workshop by Evie Layden, who's an incredible flat footer. And there's a whole pro- um, morning of, um, or rather afternoon of children's programs. There's a children's open mic, a children's jam, a, f- a family show that's a kid's show that's done by Red Yarn this year, who's a very popular Portland kids performer. Family square dance, um, and then there's concerts in the evening, and there's a square dance in the evening. And then on Sunday, there's a, a cabaret where people can sign up to perform two or three songs. And Br- Brooks Maston usually hosts and yes. MCs that, right? Yeah. Yes, with an ever-changing array of costumes. Yeah. That will be a challenge this year because there's no green room for him to change in. He said he might just layer them on and take them off. Oh, interesting. As the night goes on. So he might, he might start out looking rather large, like he's yeah. put on weight. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's... Uh, this Sunday Square Dance, put on by the, Sun, the Portland Squares group, and they're having a silent auction also, so that should be really fun. Kelly Cutups are going to play at that. That's Caleb Great. and Reeve. And um, they're also doing a concert set Saturday night, along with the Horsenecks, the Sassafras Sisters, and yeah. Tatiana Hargraves and Sonia Bedigian. And then uh, it all gets wrapped up at the Moon of Sixpence. Everybody crams into the Moon of Sixpence for Foghorn and Friends. Well, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't want to pay, you can be a volunteer. We still need volunteers. So okay. we really, really need volunteers. Yeah. And it's just a two to two and a half hour shift. And then you get into everything free. So, Great. Yeah. You got to come. <laughs> and what's the name of your Cajun band for people who can't make it to the gathering, but maybe could catch your Cajun band some other time? It's the Kush Kush Cajun Band. Great. And Kush Kush is a fairly, it's a... Uh, Breakfast side dish, kind of like grits from the South. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> kind of. Is it corn? It is corn. It's okay. cornmeal. Yeah. But it's not grits. Well, it's called couscous. It, I looked at the recipe and it looks kind of like grits to me. But yeah. It's not not grits. It's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's called couscous, but it may be okay. grits. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> 
Ginny, thanks so much for uh, taking a little time on your Friday to do this. Yeah. Well, glad we finally got to it, and we both can talk and sing now. Yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Two bouts of laryngitis in the last six yeah. months. It's kind of a drag. Yeah, well, hopefully no more. <laughs> I hope not. Year. I and hope this, not. this year at Weezer, you'll just be singing the whole time. Yeah. I hope so, because I didn't get to sing at all at Weezer the yeah. last time. And that was very disappointing. Let like, me get to E flat real quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've been lonely much too long. Give a Yankee dime if you come back home. Honey, just a hug and hold you tight. My tears keep falling and my eyes are burning. If I had the wings of a pretty little bird, I would fly right to your side tonight. I'd jump the Mississippi deep and wide If you was waiting on the other side Honey, just to hug and hold you tight I'd jump across and never get wet And right there by your side I'd say Yes, indeed, everything's gonna be alright back home to me make me happy like it used to be I'd start out and meet you halfway I'd leave here and never look back I'd run a mile in a minute flat to get to you before the end of the day I'd jump the Mississippi deep and wide was waiting on the other side honey just to hug and hold and tie jump across and never get wet and right there by your side I said yes indeed everything's gonna be alright oh yes indeed everything's gonna be alright if you're in town and not going to the Portland Old Time Music Gathering change your plans I'd love to see you there and play some tunes with you you can visit the Portland Old Time Music Gatherings website at bubbaguitar.com slash gathering and like and follow the festival on Facebook. And make sure to catch the Koosh Koosh Cajun Band while you're there. Thanks again to Mike Burns and Burns Violins in Tacoma, Washington for sponsoring this episode. You can visit the website at burnsviolins.com. And if you want to help support the show, follow the link in this episode's show notes in your podcast app to patreon.com slash getupinthecool and choose a level that you can sustain and get cool stuff for doing it. Thanks to everyone who keeps the lights on. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.